Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Wednesday. Happy midweek, you guys. You guys, Tori does not allow me to say the thing that I used to say. But I don't like how it. How many more Wednesdays do we have this year? I'm going to say it. happy hump oh day, everyone. Oh my goodness Let's gracious. Go. I apologize for him. And also, this is the ninth day of our Christmas giveaway. And Very over happy. today and the next two days afterwards, we're going to be giving away either a Thrive Bible mm-hmm. or a men's equivalent, yes. uh, which is, you know, a study Bible. Right. Or if you already have the Thrive Bible, we'll find a, another study Bible for a, you. Another one. Another one. But other than that, we're picking up on day three of our God With Us devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you want to follow along. Let's do it. As always, I'm going to read the scripture and then Tori's going to read the Devo. Yay. The scripture is John 12, or I'm sorry, the scripture is John 14, verse 12, and it says this. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. I love that. Day three says, Mighty God, the words of the prophet Isaiah began to take shape in the form of an infant. Jesus foretold as mighty God was coming to earth and his power would change everything. Jesus performed countless miracles He gave sight to the blind, calmed storms with the word, and even brought the dead to life. He possesses power, strength, and wisdom beyond what we can imagine. He truly was and is sovereign in every detail. But the miracle of Jesus' power wasn't limited to him alone. To his disciples, Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. What greater works could he possibly think us capable of? Peter, one of Jesus' closest followers, denied knowing him three times, yet God still used him to preach a revival at Pentecost where 3,000 were saved. Paul was one of the worst persecutors of Christians, yet God redeemed him and used him to spread the gospel to the rest of the world. While physical miracles were incredible and are certainly still possible with God, how amazing that he has called us to the work of opening people's eyes to the eternal hope and peace we have in Jesus. Jesus charged his disciples with the important work of spreading the gospel, and this still applies to us today. This Christmas, let's consider the power we have through Jesus, that he gave us eternal life, And the same power that raised him from the dead is alive in us. Be encouraged that God not only wants to move powerfully in your life, but he also wants to move powerfully through you to reach others. How humbling that the God of the universe chooses to use us to expand his kingdom. Wow. Yeah. It's such a great reminder. And I couldn't couldn't help but feel convicted while you're Mm. reading Because I kept thinking to myself, well, why is it that sometimes we don't believe that God wants to do something mighty inside of us? Like if God can do all these amazing things, if he's not bound by anything, if he's all powerful and almighty, why is it that we have a hard time trusting him? Mm. And where does our trust go? Why does it disappear so quickly? And I think that our trust tends to dissipate when God doesn't do the mighty things we want to do. Mm. When God doesn't do our will. Right. God's will is mighty and powerful yeah. and perfect. 
Right. Our will is not. Yeah. But I think we lose interest in depending on him. Right. Because we're asking him to bring our will to pass. Mm, And I think that that's the reason why there's times where I would feel that, oh, well, you know, I know God's powerful, but he doesn't want to do that through me. Mm. And I think it's because I, I have lost trust because God didn't do that thing I wanted him to do. Right. It's kind of like if, you know, if say you want to hang out with a friend and by the way, I'm not like, this is kind of a weird analogy, but you know, if you, this, you always ask this friend to hang out and they always bail on you. They always bail on you again and again. You're going to assume that that, that friend's going to bail on you mm-hmm. and you're going to kind of lose closeness. And I think that if we are feeling as if God bailed on us in a hard time, that it's going to impact our, the way we view him, the way we'd lean into him. Mm. But we can't look at the times where God said no, or God said wait, as a chance for us just to back away from God. Right. That's not our response. No, that's when we need to lean into him more. Yeah. Well, because, you know, if we've been talking about God's goodness and it's like, okay, well, in those seasons where we're struggling to feel God, we have to draw closer to his character and praise him more because we're like, okay, God, my will isn't coming to pass right now. I don't know why, but I know you're good. And so yeah. I'm going to lean in and press in and worship your character because as I do that, it will build my faith. Yes. As I remember all the ways you've been faithful in my life, it's going to build my faith. And I think too, it comes down to what we are describing or thinking is big because I think what we think is big and what God thinks is big is two very different things. I think we're going to get to heaven and the tables are going to be turned and we're going to be like, Hey, you know, like look at the quote unquote awesome things we did for the kingdom. And God's going to be like, well, you know, what was more important to me that time that you told your friend about me. Yeah. You know, like that devotional was saying like there is power in the fact Mm. that we get to open people's eyes to the fact that Jesus offers us eternal life. Yeah. Like the fact that we get to share mm. and have like, that's an eternity impact. You yeah. guys, this is not joking around. This is heaven or hell. Like this is life or death stuff. I think we don't put enough emphasis on that, you know, in our day-to-day life, but eternities are at stake. Yeah. It's like our perspective is on what society deems is big. Right. But we need to look at it through the lens of God. Right. And what he wants is us to value his children, the people that he created, and help lead them back to him. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, you ready to let the winner know who won? I am ready. Drum Tell roll, him. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Rachel Hartley. Woo! Rachel yay, Hartley. Rachel. Yay. You're going to win a Thrive Bible or a devotional of your preference if, yes. if you desire. And uh, look out for an email from us. Very happy. Yes, we are super happy for you, Rachel. So be on the lookout for an email from us. But other than that, you ready to pray on out? I am. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this perspective shift this morning, Lord, that we get to embrace, that we get to share your good news, Lord. And that is a big deal. It is a big deal that we have the opportunity to be used by you, the God of the universe, the God who created us, that you want to use us to help lead your children back to you, God. Help us not forget that it's a big deal. Eternity is a long time and you want to spend it with your children, Lord. So help us, help us like have vision and actually see people and see opportunities to share 
see opportunities to love. Lord, when we look at the life of Jesus, he loved the hurting, the broken. Help us do the same. Help us live more like Jesus. We want to be used by you. So Lord, right now we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to continue in prayer. And we're going to be praying in agreement with them. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. We appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget, you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Ciao, ciao, ciao.